in honor of Black Panther coming out this Friday, or I guess by the time this episode comes out, last Friday, we are going over the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe and ranking the movies. So, I'm Cyrus. And I'm Kyra. And welcome to The Cage. That's right. In honor of Black Panther Wakanda Forever, we are going over the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe from Iron Man all the way towards the last release, Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, Now, keep in mind, we are not going to include anything from, like, the random Hulu series. Um, I went on Wikipedia to try and make sure I had every movie on this list, right? And it uh, turns out there's things that have been released called, like, Cloak and Dagger and Runaways. And I've never even thought to watch those because I didn't know they existed. So someday, someday I plan to have a giant entirety of Marvel day where we talk about everything, even running back to, like, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man and all that stuff. Yeah, that's going to take a long time. Oh, that is going to be a long, 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 long episode. But for this one, we're not going to dive all the way into that. This is a simple little where we are standing-wise for the movies. I told I, I know I told you not to include them. I ranked the TV shows. Oh, um, you did? I think, Why didn't you give me the Well, because I'm fairly certain you were either asleep for or missed either entirety, like the entirety of series, or like I think you saw the last episode of like WandaVision. So yeah. like, I don't know. I... I, I I lied. I blatantly lied to you what? about what we were going over today. So, um, I mean, when we go over this, you saw some of them. So you can give some input about, like, what your thoughts were on them. Yeah. I know you have strong feelings towards um, a certain show uh, <laughs> that we will discuss yes. lightly. Lightly. Okay. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. So might as well just get into it. Uh, I'm going to start with the shows, though. Might as well just get it out of the way because we have 29 movies to go through. Yeah. So I figure this is a good way to start it. Just I'm not going to include them in the main list. I think that there's no fair way of ranking them, and they seem just cheaper than the movies. So might as well just go through these. So the only show I'm not going to include in the ranking is Ms. Marvel because I have yet to see a single episode of it. My only understanding of the show is, oh, oh, quick interjection. Uh, All of this is going to be spoiler-filled. Just yeah. completely spoiler. Everything yep. that I, everything that comes out of our mouths about these shows is going to be spoiler filled. So, I figured I should attach that right now. If you haven't seen one of these movies or shows or don't want something spoiled, that's exactly what this is going to be for the next however long that this thing happens. It's just going to be all spoilers. So, just keep that in mind. Anyways, haven't seen Miss Marvel other than what my brother told me about it, um, which is that it happened and. Captain Marvel appeared at the end of it. That's all I know. So I feel like it's not really fair to rank it. So I'm just going to keep it out of the rankings for now. I'll watch it eventually. Maybe someday. (laughs) Possibly. But uh, for now, we'll keep it out. So uh, I say we start at uh, the bottom of my list. The Um, bottom? The bottom of my list. Might as well. And then get to number one. Okay, yeah. Um, 
It's, uh, I don't know if you remember watching this or not. Uh, it's called She-Hulk Attorney at Law. Do you remember this show? Yes, we watched this show together. Yeah, did we watch every... We watched every episode, Mm -hmm. and it was absolutely horrible, (laughs) and I hated it, and only Deadpool should be able to break the fourth wall and not She-Hulk because it was horrible. Keeping in mind, I learned recently that apparently She-Hulk in the comics was the first one to do it before even Deadpool. Now, I would like to draw your attention to Exhibit A, which is we had two movies of Ryan Reynolds doing a fantastic job of breaking the fourth wall as Deadpool. Yes. He is the only character to do so in the movies. So if you didn't grow up reading the comics that from, like, the original days of Stan Lee, like, I don't know that you would have known that. And then She-Hulk just feels like a ripoff of Deadpool. Yeah, and it's literally... Like, there was one part where it was like, okay, we're going to do a cool fight scene. And then she was like, no, 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 this is my show. And we are not going to do a fight scene on my show. And then it was just horrible. <laughs> and she, like, canceled the whole fight. That was going to be the coolest part. But Isn't that always fun when that happens? Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Hey, it's all right. Because some people liked it. And it's okay to Did like they? a show. It's Did okay they? to like a show. I also learned it's okay to not like this show. <laughs> I was a little worried there for a second until I saw that, oh, you're allowed to hate this show, which I also do. Yes. I will admit, I think I had at least, no, I had one laugh um, through okay. the entire show. Um, I think it was something, uh, for whatever reason, what's coming to mind is her slamming a door. I uh, don't fully remember what the scene was at all, but I remember legitimately laughing instead of just laughing at how bad it was or fake laughing. I got an actual, like, ha-ha-ha out of me, and I didn't think that was going to happen. It almost felt scary, because I didn't know if I was dying or laughing at this show. But it happened. Do you know what that made me think of? What? The french fries in your pocket. Oh, my gosh. I, yeah, okay, so this morning, um, I just don't even know what happened. I made breakfast burritos, and they were delicious, they mind you. They were so you. good, yeah. Um... And I went to sit on the couch, <laughs> ate them, got up, and I reached into my pocket He's for like, whatever reason. Why is there wood in my pocket? Yeah, and then it I felt like there was a bunch of there, bark in there my was, pocket. There was a handful of fridge fries in his pocket. And I really, truly, honestly don't know how that happened. <laughs> like, I have like, no. Shove some french fries in his pocket. I have no discernible memory of putting french fries in my pocket, nor sitting down. Like, they were frozen, too. Like, I don't know know what happened in that moment to where french fries would have ended up. Frozen french fries would have just ended up in my sweatshirt pocket. And I would have sat down and just left them there to crumble in my pocket. However it happened, it happened. I don't know how my laughing once led you to that. But yes, that did happen. Um, moving on, uh, in next place, I have Hawkeye. Uh, what's interesting is after She-Hulk, uh, these shows don't go in order of how much I like to dislike them. It's just some of them were better than others. It was really easy to put She-Hulk in last, and then it was really tough organizing them after that. Um, the reason Hawkeye's next is I just felt like it was a really nice show. Did you get to watch any of this one? I watched a couple episodes with you guys, but I don't particularly remember uh, 
yeah, I don't remember much of it. Maybe like one scene. Also, why is Haley Steinfeld or whatever her name is in that show? She's like I feel like she shouldn't be in there. Well, she's like Hawkeye's predecessor. Yeah, I feel like they should have went with somebody else. Do you, uh do you have something against Haley no, Steinfeld? No, I just uh <laughs> I just think uh I don't know. She seemed not good for the part that she was trying to play. Interesting. Interesting. Did you take. like it? Did you like her as that part? Um, I mean, she was a new character. See, the problem is you got to give new characters a chance other than She-Hulk because, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you got to give new characters a chance just because, like, we have Jeremy Renner in the show and that it, we have Hawkeye, yeah. right? So it's like he's a known quantity and you just want to watch him. But then you have this new girl who's, like, taking some of the screen time and it makes you angry because you just want to see Jeremy Renner. Okay, yeah. But, like, I Also, think- I didn't know he was... Uh, I didn't know he couldn't hear. Yeah. Did you know that? Uh, it's, uh, no. Um, I don't remember it being a prominent part of any of the movies. Yeah, I don't think... I think... Do you think that they just made that up for the sake of the... I, I'm sure that there's something that was in something somewhere mm. that he's deaf. I, you know what? I, in the movies, I did not pick up on it. If that's what you're asking, I, I don't I, think they I don't did anything to make it look like he was. So, but hey, he wound up that way. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. I, I think, I think Haley Stein, I think her name is Haley Steinfeld. I'm taking I your word too. for it. Um, I don't know. She seemed, I think that she seemed fine. She's also in something else that was uh, Pitch Perfect. Oh, I haven't seen Pitch Perfect. She was in something else that I've seen. Yeah, that's her um, name, Haley Steinfeld. There you go. Um, I think that she's pretty, she's fun. She's a fun actress. Transformers. Um, she's in Transformers. That would be the thing that I've seen. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, next up is Falcon and Winter Soldier. I really liked this show. It, um, so I've heard, was originally going to be its own movie before it was like super duper long. So they just cut it up and made it into a show. I thought it was super cool. I didn't see this one at all. I think I watched this with on my family's Oregon road trip, so I think that might be why you didn't see any of it. But I also went on the Oregon road trip, though. You... Did I sleep or something? Well, uh, I hate to haberdash your party. Um, you did not go on the Oregon road trip. What? What are you talking about, then? <laughs> I went on a road trip with my family to the to the coast, and we stayed, like, in a nice little... Oh, yeah, yeah, ...resort yeah. house yep, yep, thing. Yep. I remember now. Um... But yeah, I, I think meant Wallawa. I was like, "What are you talking about?" Oh, did I just say Oregon? You did. You just said Oregon. Oh, 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 like, oh, oh. Oregon coast. Apologies, um, but yeah, uh, we watched it there. I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. I liked the action of it. I liked seeing Sam and and Bucky again. I thought they were super good together too. I thought it was a neat premise too. Like I thought the new Captain America was. I mean spookily because I thought they were just recasting Chris Evans but it's supposed to be like he's something else he has some other name I it's been so long his name's like American Soldier or something like that it's not Soldier Boy but um he's just supposed to be he's not Captain America he's something else mm. um I don't know I mean he did fine enough and he's like Kurt Russell's son which was interesting to know that he's just kind of like family and I don't know it was interesting I thought it was I thought it was a good show though and then WandaVision. Um, I saw a couple episodes of this. I really like WandaVision. And the only reason it's lower is because of the ending episode and how everything was resolved. 
I thought it was such a neat premise that they were going through all the different genres of TV. They had the different like like openings that played to the genres and all that. Like they were just parodying different shows. I thought that was super duper cool. Like super duper neat. And then in the final episode, like the whole Ralph Boner thing and just the fight in the sky and I don't know. It just kind Maybe of Maybe I didn't see any of those. It kind of just I became don't. a nothing show, but it was really 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 cool for all of the episodes up to the last one. And then going through Wanda's like backstory, like setting her up for Multiverse of Madness, like yes. it was just it was such a cool show and then the last episode, that's why it's lower. Is I did not like the last episode. It felt unresolved. It felt lame basically. Um, and now after the events of Multiverse of Madness, there's just White Vision flying around and we don't know what's going on with him. So we'll see if they even bring him back based on your uh, eyes. Yeah, what is White I'm, Vision? It's, the other vision. Was that, <laughs> was that a thing in... WandaVision? In Multiverse of Madness? No, 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 no. But oh, okay. No, That's no, why but I don't know. Wanda is, spoilers, quote unquote, dead. Is she? Well, she crushed a mountain on herself, so oh. I I choose to think that she probably... Wait, did she? I don't remember. Whatever. That's all right. That's all right. Um, and then uh, after WandaVision, Loki. I loved Loki. I loved Loki, too. Loki was so good. I saw, like, so two good. episodes, but it seemed really good. Owen Wilson was so good. Such yeah. a nice surprise in addition to Marvel. And then, yeah, Tom uh, Hiddleston, right? Tom Hiddleston? I don't know. I think Tom Hiddleston. No. Look, can you look up his name really quick? Who am I looking up? Uh, who played Loki? Oh. Yeah, I don't want to embarrass myself. I'm fairly certain it's him. But uh, anyways, I thought he was really, really, really good. Tom Hiddleston. Yes, I was correct. Oh, that would have been embarrassing. I thought he was fantastic in it. Just like being... And he was like, he played the other version of Loki, the one that escaped from Endgame. I just thought he did a fantastic job. And yeah. I thought it was a fantastic show that dealt with some really weird, crazy things. And then it sets up... I know you haven't seen the trailer for it. Kang in Quantumania. Like, it's just so cool. I am just so excited for it. I'm so excited with the direction they go with this thing. Um, and number three, so this wasn't a show. Apparently, it's its own distinct thing called a Marvel special presentation, which isn't a show or a movie. It's a mini movie. I don't really know. Or a short film, I guess you could call it, but it's not. It's an hour long. So I don't really know what the distinction is. I just looped it into this stuff. Werewolf by Night. That was very cool. This I is love that. such a cool, like, oh my gosh, such a cool addition, such a change of Marvel and just what normal Marvel is. Yeah. A black and white horror movie that on top of just like being a Marvel movie is actually like there's violence in it. Yeah. Which is like, so real neat. Like we got to see like them being killed. We got to on see camera. a werewolf terror off a dude's face yeah. like we got to see man thing disintegrate a couple people yeah. like it was so cool man and like, thing i love man thing he's so cute what's his name again so do you remember cute. isn't it like craig or something craig yeah is it think, craig yeah it was so cute i i thought that was a fun cute little thing the monsters like talking to each other i supposedly they're only doing this because they or they're doing quote unquote special presentations because these are storylines that they're not going to continue with or something like that so like theoretically they created this as a special presentation because they're never going to do monsters again. I hope dearly, truly dearly that they do move forward with this. Like maybe it doesn't have to be a full series. Maybe it doesn't have to be a full length movie, but just do more of this. This is so freaking cool. Yeah, What's it, really Are cool. you looking up his name? I'm trying to figure out what his name is. 
Uh, I just, I loved it. I really, tr- what a cool little Halloween thing, too. I loved it. I love, Ted. love, love, love. Ted. Yeah. I was close. But, yeah, it's at number three I loved for it me. It Again, good. it's probably unfair because it's not a series. It was just an hour-long, really yeah, but cool it doesn't, thing. It's not part of the Marvel thing, so I don't know where to, I don't know where that would be anyway. But that's the thing. So apparently it is canon. So that's what they're doing with these things is they're just stories that are in the universe, but they might not continue with. Oh. So I don't really know what that means moving forward. Interesting. But, yeah, I don't know. I really liked it. I hope they make more. I hope so, too. Speaking of making more, season two is coming out, uh, I think, next year for our second one, What If. Okay, What If was really good. Oh, my gosh. I love, 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 love What If. It is like, and I understand that it's not like directly connected to the shows or the movies, right? Like this is the whole point of What If is they're just playing out storylines that they're not going to do in the movies, right? It's, it's. Peggy Carter is uh, Captain America. It's, um, I can't remember the other ones right now. For uh, Zombies. It's Doctor Strange becoming evil. Like, oh my gosh, they're just so cool. And I loved all of them. And a lot of people hated on the show for having like um, art that they said was like sub Shrek or whatever. You know what? I love Shrek and I loved this show. I thought it looked super cool. I thought it was just such a neat premise and then the fact that it became, it, like, moved on from an anthology to becoming, like, a full-fledged, like, story arc with Ultron getting all the stones and, like, him going and fighting the Watcher and the Watcher has to band everybody together from all the previous stories. Like, yeah, it was so cool. I was 100% cool. don't, un- like, know how you can do a season two. Like, I get that it works if you're just doing an anthology again. I don't know how you move forward with, like, theoretically another team up at the end of the season. I don't really know how that would work. But I'm stoked for season two. I loved this show. I loved that it dropped hints for, like, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, like, Evil Strange, like, or uh, Strange Supreme. Yeah. Like, that is, that was in the movie, and they, like, just basically fleshed it out in the show. Yeah. I don't know. And Maybe. it's really cool that it's all animated, too. It's not, like, real characters. And it's so cool. And it's so cool that, like, a bunch of the voice actors, or, like, not voice actors, a bunch of the actors came back to voice their characters. Like, these aren't, or not all of them anyways. Some of them are just voice actors. But a lot of them are these people coming back, like, to do their characters again, which I get some of them are just doing it for money. But the the thought, my nerd brain, of them being so passionate about their character that they come back to voice it is just really cool to me. That is really cool, yeah. I don't know. But number one... Number one show, I have Moon Knight. Okay, yeah. Moon Knight was so cool. That was so cool. I like that one too. Granted, again, the ending, and that's the problem with these Marvel shows, is the endings tend to be a little iffy sometimes. The ending of this one was a little bit rough where they were like, oh, we're going to do this big fight, and then cut. And it's like, oh, he passed out again. He became the other dude. And it was like, okay, well, I would have liked to see that, but I mean, I get that's part of the show or whatever. Yeah. So. I thought it was cool. But I thought it was super neat. And doing the whole Egyptian gods thing and, like, the idea of swapping personalities. And I just, it was so neat. And, like, it, like again, as somebody who is getting older and is starting to, like, come out of a household where we weren't allowed to watch Deadpool or Logan or anything like that, seeing those movies and seeing, like, violence in them 
And then seeing that they are adding that to these Disney Plus shows and movies, that is so cool to me. It is yeah. so neat. And, like, I don't know. It was just such a neat show. And supposedly, this is spookly to me, so they won um, an Emmy, I think, or something like that, an Emmy for a limited series, which means they aren't going to do a season two. Oh, I really, really, really hope that, like, Disney has some plans or something. Like, they're going to bring him back in something else because I need more Moon Knight. I loved Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight. It was just so cool. It was yeah, such it was a really neat cool. show. I, I loved it. Um, I don't know. It just it felt like a really good show watching it. And I felt like I wanted to come back each week and watch it. And it, Yeah. Man, I just didn't like She-Hulk. Yeah, I did not like She-Hulk either. (laughs) But moving on. And what they did with... um, Daredevil? Yeah, that was sad. That was just really sad. (sighs) See, so I've seen a lot of memes, which is apparent, uh, about how um, we're apparently just um, being bad people because Daredevil is an adult and he does um, naughty part things. And so, but not with She-Hulk, not with She-Hulk. You can it, do it with anyone else. <laughs> Just cross the. Hey, hey, don't cross this line. Yeah, don't cross this line. Exactly. I don't know. I think I just. I think I uh, felt very negative about the show, and so everything about it made me angry. But hey, we should move on. That's one person's opinion. Yeah. Go watch it. If and you know what, if you liked it, you liked it, and you know what, that's okay. That is okay. Like it. It's all right. We did not. We did but not. But that's okay. <laughs> and you know what? Some people uh, liked uh, the movie that I have in last place that I very easily put in last place. Uh, yeah. That I put in last place first. Some people like this movie, including a good friend of mine who is going to be watching Black <laughs> Panther with me. Jackson, if you're listening to this, Eternals is the worst movie I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> and I've seen all of the Sharknado movies and the like three-headed shark attack movies. Eternals is terrible. That's why it's in last place on my list. What about you? Uh, same. Also in last place? Oh, actually, there's one other thing in last place. Because I didn't actually watch the entirety of Eternals because I went to the theater with everyone and uh, fell asleep for all of the movie except for the ending. <laughs> so uh, Eternals is in my second to last place because of... Um, really? Because of the little creature dude at the end. Little creature dude at the end. The one that came in with um, Harry Styles. He was so cute. Oh my gosh. Freaking. But also Harry Styles what's being his name? in there. Puck or yep. something like yeah, that. Yeah, he was so cute. I'm glad you got something to appreciate out of that movie because I did yeah. not. Um, anyway, my second to last. Oh, hold on. Or hold my on. last last was Captain America. Captain Marvel. Really? Yeah. Wow. All right. Um, I think a better way of doing this, instead of like trying to follow my list as like a master list, we just go through like each movie and say where we have it in the list. Do you think that makes more sense? Yeah. Okay. So let's start out, and then we'll we'll come back to that. I'm interested to see why you have it in last place. Okay. Um, so we'll start off. Number one, the movie to start it all, kick it off, 2008, the beginning of one of the greatest things to ever be a part of my life. Kicking off the MCU, Iron Man 1. Do I go first? Where do you have it? 
number seven. Ooh, number four. Four. Yes. Okay. This movie is fantastic. And for being the first movie of something that is literally, what, if it started in 2008, quick math, quick math, is 14 years old now, it's insane how good it is. Yeah, Robert really Downey good. Jr. is hilarious. Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't seem crazy Gwyneth yet. Gwyneth Paltrow. John Favreau, fantastic. Like, I just, this movie is something else. Yeah, I it like is, this movie because it sets up everything. It I is feel truly like. an anomaly because, like, so many movies come out that want to do this, right? They want to be the first movie of something big. And you know what? This is, I would like to equate this to, like, Star Wars, right? Because Star Wars 1 came out. Yeah. And what was the plan for that? I don't know. It just well, it was just that it came out, if, if that helps okay. you at all. Star <laughs> Wars came out, and that was it. And then it was Empire Strikes Back. Return of the Jedi, prequels, yes. sequels, yes. TV shows, more in-between movies. Like, it just it exploded. And, okay, hey, barring, keeping in mind, I get there was comics beforehand. I understand that. I get this was a known property. Okay, I understand. But Iron Man came out. People, if you didn't read the comics or anything like that, you don't know Iron Man. Like, I mean, for the head at face of Marvel, it's not the Hulk, right? Yeah. Hulk movies had been made. Thor, like a terrible Thor movie had been made. So like people kind of knew those characters. But like that was, I don't know, DC had Superman, had Batman, like icons. Marvel was movie-wise, eh, it was meh. People knew Spider-Man. Like that was, that was about it. That was Marvel. Yeah. Oh, and we're also, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to say that we weren't going to include the earlier movies, but I already said that, so oh, it's all okay. good. But um, Iron Man just kicked off something amazing. It was... I loved that... Because I hadn't seen any of these until I met Cyrus. So, except for, like, the Guardians of Galaxy and then, like, Ant-Man. Because those were yeah. not really part of it, but still they are. So, um, getting to watch all of the movies in a row, like, especially because... Iron Man was, like, the first one that we watched, obviously, because it was First Order that came out. But um, just knowing Iron Man before Iron Man became a thing is different than watching it when it when it was first there. You know what I mean? Because I already knew what Iron Man was, and I already knew, like, oh, yeah, okay, he wears a suit, and he's got, like, a glowy thing for a heart, right? Well, watching all of it, like, the backstory of it was super cool because I didn't know any of that stuff you know and then like him being trapped in that like uh wherever he was trapped at he got yeah, trapped in the cave yeah trapped in the cave and then just creating a suit oh from the gosh. stuff he had that every was so time cool. i watch it every time i watch it and what's so weird is like this is pre-disney pre-marvel blowing up this was like this was a paramount pictures movie yeah and it looks amazing it like does. the iron man suit Looks amazing for 2008. Yeah. Like, I, it is just, it's an immaculate movie. Yeah. It really, truly is. And you know what? If I wasn't uh, um, somebody who just ate up fan service, it probably would be number one. Because it is a fantastic movie. Yeah. But at number one, two, and three, I have uh, movies that I really liked because I really like Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I get it. I'm one of those guys. But still. So, yeah. Iron Man. Next up, 
uh, came The Incredible Hulk. And this is The Incredible Hulk with uh, Ed Norton Jr., right? Edward Norton Jr., something like that. I don't think it's the first Ed Norton, but yeah. it's one, <laughs> it's somebody whose name is Edward Norton, yeah. for sure. Uh, this was when he was playing the Hulk, took over for whatever that other guy's name was in the... Uh, Eric Bana, I think. Um, Eric Bana played the Hulk in a movie, and then this is a sequel, like a semi-sequel to that movie, kind of, because it picks up where the last one left off, but it, it isn't connected at all, and it has a completely different actor playing the Hulk now, and you know what? That's okay. That's all right. I didn't right? watch this one. Yeah, that's, that's all right. Um, a lot of people didn't watch, nor do they care about this movie, and up until She-Hulk, it meant entirely nothing Okay, where is it on the MCU. List? The Incredible, uh, the Incredible Hulk. I have at number twenty-four. Twenty-four. You yes. didn't like it at all. See, okay. Well, there's twenty-nine movies. It made it to twenty-four because I liked it a little bit. Okay. Um, out of all, okay, all the Hulk movies. Out of the two Hulk movies that they've made, I liked this one. Okay. Right. Um, I thought a lot of people don't like it for whatever reason. I've never hated this movie. At all. I think that Hulk smashing things and being Hulk, I think, is great. I think Ed Norton Jr. is fantastic. Like, I think, I I just think it's a, I think it's a decent movie, yeah. right? I think it's a decent destruction, crazy battle movie. And, and like I said, it didn't really come into play up until She-Hulk because this is where Abomination comes in. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Something Blonsky. Do you remember his first nope. name? That's okay. That's Eric. I think it's Eric Blonsky, maybe. Um, yeah, so he comes into play in She-Hulk, but yeah, this is his origin story. It's Abomination. Again, I think it was I think it was a fine enough movie. That's why it's at 24 and not lower. Okay, next one. But, yeah. Uh, Iron Man 2. Where do you have this one? Yeah, it's a long 22. list. 22. Ooh. I have it at 20. 20? Yes. See, the tough part is... Iron um, Man 2 and 3 are right next to each other. Really? Yeah. Where's your Iron Man 3 at? Oh, well, uh, when we get there, I'd be happy oh, to tell okay. you. <laughs> uh, they are relatively close. Relatively close. I'll give you that. But, um, yeah, no, Iron Man 2... Um, the problem is, after Eternals, I didn't hate any of these movies. This is the same thing with the shows. You hate Captain Marvel, though. Oh, when we get there, I'll tell you about it because oh, okay. I've had something called an epiphany. Oh, really? And hated less now. Oh. Yes. Uh, Let's just talk about it now. No, 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 no. We'll get there. We'll get there. Why can't we jump around? Ah, because we have a we have a uh, chronological order. We have to. We must stick to. So Iron Man two. Uh, I don't remember it. That's why it's lower. <laughs> so, and also, I'm sure uh, Gwyneth Paltrow was horrible and oblivious to everything going on around her. So, do you uh, do you dislike Gwyneth Paltrow by chance? No, I watched Gloop and her second Gloop show, and those were good. So, but Gwyneth Paltrow, she just plays the character like a dumb blonde, and it makes me mad. For the folks uh, keeping score at home, that's twice now that she said Gloop when in fact she meant Goop. Gwyneth oh. Paltrow's uh, <laughs> Goop, I meant Goop. <laughs> uh, cosmo whatever, cosmetology brand, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's very, it is very interesting because I watched, um, for those of you at home who maybe know, uh, John Tron, 
Um, I watched his video. Oh, you probably don't remember. I forced you to watch these videos and you did not find them funny oh. in the slightest <laughs> as I was cracking up. Um, his videos on uh, the Goop series yeah. and oh, Gwyneth yeah, Paltrow yeah, yeah, yeah. as a whole. Right. Yeah. So it was very interesting because that was my first introduction into her being uh, bat poop insane. Uh, in everything that she does. Okay, she's not insane. She's oh. just a little interesting and quirky, okay? <laughs> yeah, we'll call it that. Yeah. She's just a little <laughs> quirky. Um, but no, yeah, I watching these movies, I didn't know that about her, and she seems, like, fine enough in these movies. But then you hear that, and you're like, whoa. Like, shoo. You're what? That she's in, that she that she's That she's quirky. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> as you would well, what say. What do you mean? I don't understand. Well, it's just you watch these movies and that is, that's not apparent at all. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, at least in my but eyes. But she is really, really dumb in these movies and in like the Iron Man movies, and she makes it very apparent that she doesn't know what's going on in the world and she's oblivious and she doesn't run away from bad guys. She stands there like a dumb person. Kyra, so. Kyra hates Marvel movies. It's very no, unfortunate. No, I don't. What are you talking about? It is <laughs> a sweet, sweet, horrible disdain feeling for uh, for Gwyneth Paltrow. That's all. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, all good. All good. But um, just in these movies. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. It's all Continue. Good. Next one. Let's go. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Thor, the first Thor movie. Where do you got it? 21. 23. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Chris yeah. Hemsworth. It's I know you're listening. Hey, I don't I don't hate you as a person. <laughs> it's okay. I know you're it's listening. It's all right. <laughs> um, I put it lower because, first of all, I don't remember it. Second of all, um, <laughs> the ones that I don't remember are like in the middle to the low range because I just, I just, they're not memorable, so they don't make it up higher on the list. Well, also, a- um, the Thor... Movie, the first couple Thor movies are really like, oh, rough. I'm Thor, and yeah, they're serious. serious. But then it gets he gets funny, and then it gets better, like towards Ragnarok, and then well, it goes. See, it's like a roller coaster where it like starts really bad, and then like works its way up to being really good, and then you hit the peak of Thor Ragnarok, and then you're in free fall into terribleness again. And we'll get to my opinion on Love and Thunder. Okay. Um, yeah, mine too. But no, yeah, I just, I, it is a serious take on it, and he looks really weird. Um, apparently, it was a very odd design choice to give him, like, blonde eyebrows, and I never realized it, because he clearly looks different between this movie and the Avengers movies and yeah, Ragnarok, yes. and I never really put together what it was, and yeah, apparently they dyed his eyebrows blonde, and that was just, That's I don't know. kind of weird. Very weird. <laughs> I didn't know that. But um, yeah, like, bleached them, basically. But yeah, I mean it's it's all right. It is an okay movie. What's her name? Natalie Portman's in it. Um, she's fine. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a good. It's a good enough movie. It's a great introduction to Thor um, because they carry this story arc through about uh, Age of Ultron, and then he becomes silly Thor. So you need to watch this movie to understand him up until Ragnarok. Yeah, and then it's a completely different character. Yeah. So, but you know what? That's okay. I thought it was a good turn for him. Like, yeah, I think it made it better when he became silly. Thor. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, I yeah, but yeah. So, anyways, Thor after Thor, Captain America: The First Avenger, Captain America One. Where do you got it? Nine. 
I have it at 21. What? Yeah. Wait, why? So again, I don't remember that one either. I don't hate this movie. I don't hate these movies other than Eternals. I don't, I just, it, in the grand scheme of things, is an origin movie. And it's a much more, I will say, bland origin movie out of the different origin movies that we've had throughout the MCU. I think Chris Chris um, Evans is fantastic mm-hmm. as Captain America. I think he completely embodies the role. I think Captain America is a fantastic character. I just think that this movie is, I don't know. It stands out because it's like set back in this time and it, it sets up the character beautifully. But man, it it's where we are now is so much that this movie is a lot less. Okay. I don't know. I see that. Which... I don't remember it. Uh, but I thought it was like the same premise of Iron Man, kind of like just the origin story of the first. Except Robert Downey Jr. is hilarious. Okay. And Chris... I don't like Robert Downey Jr. Really? No. What? Hot take. He's so mean. He's so mean. Yeah, I mean, he, well, bro, he is playing and a very, D-bag. He's so mean and very... Well, no, you can't say the actual D oh, word, okay. but yeah, I can say S word. Yeah, if you remember F the word. Oh my gosh, if you remember <laughs> the one bleep from episode one, that was me saying D bag. Oh, call but... back to episode one. That was a long time ago. <laughs> but um, what was I talking about? Uh, apparently, hating just, Robert Downey just, Jr. Oh yeah, yeah, Rob Robert Downey Jr. Uh, he's just a very mean dude and very selfish, and I think he should mm. be nicer. That's all. Whew, hot take city over here. <laughs> That's why my Iron Man 2 and 3s are lower. <laughs> oh, rough. I mean, he is rude in those movies, so that might yeah. be why they're lower for me too. But anyways, yeah, Captain America, the first Avenger. Great setup, but it is what it is. Uh, next up is the first Avengers movie. I have the first Avengers movie at number 13. Um, Where is it? Hang on. <laughs> didn't rank this movie. Oh, 16. What did you what was yours? 13. Oh, okay. So close, close enough. Yeah. Um I think this literally this was if Iron Man wasn't the start of the MCU, this was the start of the MCU. Yeah. The idea that okay, so we're going to have different movies for all these characters and then guess what guys, guess what? Big idea, we're going to put all of them into one movie. Now that we've given them all a backstory and it's going to be epic and awesome. And it was epic and awesome. It was fantastic. What what, you, what happened in that movie? Oh, so this is Loki. <laughs> so this is Loki coming down to Earth and getting the Tesseract and mind controlling people and oh. bringing the Chitari across. Okay, and okay. Then yeah, the the, the the Battle of New York. It is so neat. The only issue for me is how long it takes to get going, mm. because you have to get all the characters together, and. I mean that's that's the whole point of a team team up movie is it takes a fat second to get there. Yeah. But like once they get to I would say probably the end or no probably the helicarrier like starting to explode and all that because of Loki, that's where the movie like completely takes off. Like I think that's awesome. I think before that it's just a little bit slow to get started. But I don't know. No, there's no helicarrier up there. It's, it's okay. It, that's, <laughs> just a, that's just a ceiling. It's all oh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I heard a buzzing noise. And it... 
Oh, it could be a mini helicarrier. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah, right. yeah. My or bad. a car driving overhead. I mean, that could be. Yeah. But, uh, no, yeah. I mean, it is It is truly the beginning of what would become, hey, we're going to have this movie, and we're going to have a ton of different characters from the movies we've already done in this one movie. And I appreciate them setting that up, because from here on out, I love, I, I mean, not that I disliked any movies that came before it, but I just love, 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 love all these movies. Yeah. Like, this was this was truly the birth of an inner child named Cyrus who <laughs> loves Marvel and lore and MCU things. Yes. Like, this is, this is it. Um, and it's only lower because of the movies that came after it, which I think, where is it on the list? Where did I say I had it? Number 13? Yeah. Only... Only Iron Man is, or Iron Man is the only movie that came out before it that is higher than it. Every other movie before it is below it. Um, because just from here, it just is just, it's magnificent. Yeah. So after the Avengers came Iron Man 3, which I have at number 16. 23. <laughs> uh, so we know that your, uh, dis- your fiery disdain for Robert Downey Jr. He's probably brings so it mean. down a little bit. He's just so mean. Um, uh, I liked it more than Iron Man 2. I think I'm a little bit biased because I recently listened to a podcast episode for uh, my uh, favorite podcast of all time. Shout out to We Hate Movies. You might not want to tell people that because isn't this whole shoot show like We Hate Movies? No, yeah. no, 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 because we're going to cover things other than movies and they only cover movies. Oh, okay, so, gosh, yeah, yeah, so we're Even already. We've only covered movies so far. Well, uh, I mean, we'll, uh, well, I'm also supposed to have a different co host every week. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get there How's someday. How's that working out for you? We'll get there someday. <laughs> it's all right. This is episode three. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but uh, what was I saying? Iron Man 3. Uh, they completely talked it up and kind of helped me see an appreciation for it. Um, so, again, completely, completely biased because a lot of people don't like this movie. It is a really neat, and and I am literally just going to say the same things they did. Um, it's really neat seeing him have the after effects of the Battle of New York, like having panic attacks because he like went up into the portal and all yeah. that. Like he's like real things. he's struggling with the human emotion of, yes, oh no, I'm still human, but I also almost died because I carried a nuke into a, a, literally a portal to the other side. Like he just invented a suit. Like that was it. There was no space. There was no portals. There was no dimensions. There was no gods of Asgard. Like, that, that was it. It was just the cool thing was that he finally could make a robot suit. Like, that was it. And now yeah. his brain is having to comprehend with the fact that there is just so unbelievably much more to comprehend. Yeah. That he's, like, feebly going, like, oh, this is not good. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Overall, I thought it was, again, I thought it was good, but lower, lower than some of these other movies. Uh, next up, Thor The Dark World. I've got... 27. 20. Oh. Um, 27? Yeah. What was yeah. wrong with it? I, it, I don't know. And this, I'm, I'm sure I'm kind of bandwagoning on hating this movie. I don't, I don't hate this movie at all. I think that this movie is actually pretty good. I, when I rewatched it, I rewatched it a couple times, and I think it's a decent movie every time I view it. But it's just, it's serious Thor. And it's even more serious than the first movie. Yeah. Like, this is just, this is super serious, Thor. And it's like, oh, man, this is just a lot right now. Yeah. Like this isn't really what should we should be going for. 
like there are there is seriousness to be had in movies. 100%. There are stakes to be had in movies. But like Thor doesn't seem like the character that that's good for. I don't know. I think it should be in other movies, which it is, which is why I cry at the end of some movies every time I watch them. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I that's yeah, that's what I got. Captain America Winter Soldier, what do you got? Uh 17. 14. Oh. Yeah. Great movie. I also spelt Captain and Soldier wrong. That's all. Did you have a J in Soldier? That would have been rough if you did. S O L I D G E R. Soldier? Oh my gosh. All right. Uh, we'll just pretend that you spelled it correctly. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I think it is a fantastic action movie. The Russo brothers did it. It's got Bucky coming back. Like, it was such a cool and, like, surprise movie. Um, I'm going to cut your <laughs> mic. It was such a cool and awesome movie. Like, like suddenly these characters didn't just die. They, like, came back as something even more epic, as a different character, as a different... Whatever. It was a different storyline. And the elevator scene is iconic. It is such a cool, cool fight scene. Yeah. And then, I don't the know. best part. Baron Zemo. or not Also, his, the not, only part I remembered. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> not, not Zemo. He's in a different movie. Whatever that guy's, the little Nazi guy's name, uh, who was like the doctor from the first movie. Like, he comes back on a computer screen. Um, oh, he's, yeah. Yeah. He, that, like, that's such a cool concept, too, that you upload your consciousness to a computer. Yeah, like, that is cool, yeah. I don't know. It was just, it was a very, very neat movie. Um, Captain America Winter Soldier. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. The first one? Oh, yeah. Where do you have the first one? Five. Three. Nice. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This movie, I have easily watched this movie, like, upwards of 3,000 times. Like, any time that... There is any lull in anything, and Disney Plus is on. It's just, oh, let's just put on Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Or if Guardians of the Galaxy is ever running, it is not turned off. Like, uh, like during basketball season, if it's if we're on TNT and Guardians of the Galaxy is playing, it is. We don't switch to anything else. We don't try to find another basketball game. It just, it's this now. We're just yep. watching Guardians of the Galaxy again, and we're laughing at all the jokes again, mm-hmm. and we're singing all the songs again. Yeah. And it just, it doesn't even matter that Good. we're watching it again. It is just Good so good. Chris Pratt, great. Zo- no, I we're not even going to dive into that. Um, Zoe Saldana, fantastic. Bradley Cooper as Rocket. I still cannot wrap my mind around the fact that he plays Rocket Raccoon. Really? Yes. He doesn't sound like that at all. I mean, I get you're putting on a voice. I understand. Hey, hey, I understand how voice acting works. Everyone at home, I get it. You could change your voice. But, like, the fact that he can make it do that, I don't know. It's just crazy. Like, watching The Hangover, watching... Um, Something else with Bradley Cooper in it. <laughs> it just, I don't know. It's it's just crazy to to think that that's him. Vin Diesel getting $3 billion to say I am Groot into a filter. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Like, uh, just, just everything. Drax. I forget who uh, the wrestler that plays him, but it's just so good. So good. Such a good, good, good movie. The best. That sets up so much, and every time you see them in anything – you're just like, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, we almost like broke that CD. We bought the soundtrack when when I, like we were driving around in the van. That would just play on repeat. 
over and over and over and over again. Yeah, that's good. Just so good. Such a good movie. Uh, and then after that came Avengers Age of Ultron. You know what? A lot of people don't like this movie. I think this is freaking fantastic. Oh. James, uh, well, I guess let's see. Where where do we have it? Yeah, I have, where do you have it? <laughs> okay, so granted, granted, I have it at 17. But uh, 18. That's not out of hating it. This movie is so cool. James Spader, I think it's James Spader, voicing Ultron, just like the whole singing the Pinocchio thing, I got no strings on me, like doing the robots, like, it is so cool. I gotta be honest with you, I don't remember this movie at all. Really? I also don't know who Voltron is. Not Voltron, that's... What's his name? Ultron? Why is it V? They don't say <laughs> it's not it's what? A, it's age of ultron not ultron not age of oh, ultron oh i thought it was a v <laughs> age of voltron i thought <laughs> wow that's a rough one but that's okay that's okay and i don't remember it at all um the uh what are those called the something accords the uh i've been doing presentations on slovakia and that's all i can think of so I can't think of the name of the town that they rose up and then, like, that Ultron was trying to slam back into the ground. Uh, the so- Sokovian. Sokovia. Sokovia. That's right. It was Sokovia. Thank you. Okay. I know it's not what you asked, but Ultron is the robot. The giant uh, silver robot. And yes. he's actually, he creates Vision because he's trying to take, oh. he's trying to originally become Vision, but then Vision gets his own thing because Vision is Jarvis. And it's so cool that Paul Bettany, like, the whole story behind Paul Bettany being Jarvis in the first place is I think it was like John Favreau was just like, hey, bro, do you want to read some lines really quick? And he was like, yeah, bro, I'll read some lines. And then he <laughs> took that money and went on vacation. And then we get to this movie and they're like, hey, so um, do you, uh, do you, do you want to have just so much more money? Would you be okay with that? And he's like, yeah, no, I'm okay with that. I'm good with that. And then, yeah, became Vision. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> very neat introduction to a very weird and I think underappreciated character. Um but, yeah, no, I I really, really like this movie. And uh, what's her name? Elizabeth Olsen doing her first uh, job as Wanda Maximoff. Scarlet Witch with an accent just goes away after this, and that's okay. So weird. Um, so weird seeing um, what's-his-face playing Quicksilver and Quicksilver dying. This was a weird, weird movie to watch as a kid because it was like, oh, wait, Wait, why? But why did he die? Like, what? What? But he's so, but he's faster than a bullet. How did he not outrun a bullet? And it was like one of those really weird. And then you were like, oh no, but he's gonna be. F- oh no, he's not. F- oh no, he's dead. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Kind of one of those big okay moments. But uh, yeah, I, I I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. Okay. A lot of people didn't. And you know what? It's okay to not like a movie. And it's okay for me to love this movie. It's okay for me to not remember this movie, That's along okay. with a lot of these movies. Yeah, apparently, apparently, uh, yeah, a I lot. think I think because um, the majority of us watching it was like ten to one a.m. So yeah, I did force you to watch. I think like six movies in one day, trying to catch yep. up. Uh, but that's yeah. okay. That's all right. You did good. We got through it. Because um, next up after Age of Ultron was Ant Man. Ant-Man. Ant-Man. I love Ant-Man. Paul Rudd is so good. Paul Rudd is amazing. Where do you have Ant-Man? 
Where do you have Ant Man? Where do you have Ant Man? Where do you have Ant Man? No, that makes me wonder where you have it. Fifteen. Oh, six. Six? I love this Are movie. Are you kidding me? Paul Rudd is so good. Dude. He is hilarious. Six? And he's having a fantastic time with uh, Michael Douglas. Like, it is just... I love this movie. I love this movie. Okay. I really do. And, like, the whole... And, like, they kind of mess with this a lot moving forward. But, like, originally, where he like, when he got small, like, there was a Thomas the Tank Engine train that was going after him. Like, it was so cool. It was such a neat new thing. Yeah. But I guess it was cool. But I feel like there are other ones that are better than Ant-Man. I guess so that's fair. I put him lower. I I'm also just um I love Paul Rudd. So Oh, okay. Yeah. So sorry. All right. That's that's my bad. Well uh yeah. If we were ranking Deadpool movies, uh those would be at my top. Yeah? Why? Because Ryan I'm Reynolds in love is with a Ryan Reynolds, beefcake? Yes. yes, total beefcake. Interesting. Uh, well, hey, at some point, we're going to add Deadpool to uh, this entire ranking list. It'll yes. get there. Um, oh, man, that's just going to be such a long day. That's literally going to be like 50 to 60 movies. Oh, just trying to comprehend that. You know what? We'll just stay in the here and now, and that's okay. What's the next movie? Um, Captain America Civil War. I have it at 19. 19? Yeah, look at oh. that. Little matchies. And I just want to ask, um, just... To see, because I feel like I can guess the answer. How much of this movie do you remember? None. That's <laughs> None what of I it. Thought. This is a long movie. Even for people who do remember the movie, like me, it is a tough one to remember. There are so many plot lines. This was the Batman v Superman of the MCU, uh, where Zemo just threw a bunch of stuff out, and it was like, well, how does this plan work? Oh, it worked. Okay. And then it was there was a lot of okays in this movie. Um, but I thought it was really neat. And I remember being in school, and I remember being on team, let me think, who was, because Captain America was against the Scovian Accords, Iron Man was for it. So I was team Captain America, all the way. Like, I was diehard, which was really interesting. Because, like, this was, do you, do you, were you ever a team Edward, team Jacob person for Twilight? Nope. Because I always made fun of those people. But then... Looking back, I was 100% Team Iron Man versus Team Captain America. I was diehard. If you are not Team Iron Man, you are wrong. And I will explain to you why you are wrong and why you hate America. It was just very interesting. Um, But yeah, no, I was very diehard for this movie. And then the movie came out and it was was good. It was a good movie. Um, Good enough. Anyways. I mean, it was good enough to function as a an MCU movie. And then, you know what? The airport fight was fantastic. This was our introduction to Black Panther. I completely forgot about that. This is Chadwick Boseman's first thing in the MCU as Black Panther. Because they're cha- like, he go crazy. I forgot that they even, like, literally, I this isn't even, like, a bit. I completely forgot until this very moment that that was his first appearance in the MCU, was freaking Captain America Civil War. Before Civil War, we did not have him as a character, and then he just appeared, and his whole backstory appeared. Ugh. Crazy. Crazy. Rest in peace. Um, yes. But uh, after Civil War was Doctor Strange. Uh, I have Doctor Strange at number eight. Thirteen. Thirteen. 
Um, I think Benedict Cumberbatch does a fantastic job in Doc or Doctor Strange. Agreed. I think that it is such a weird and awesome to watch movie. If I did drugs, I think that watching this movie would be super duper cool. But I don't know. So I've heard if you take LSD and watch this movie, you have what's called a crazy trip. Or so I've been stop. told. Is Not that good. right? I don't know. I um, just uh, <laughs> think you should stop talking about it. <laughs> you don't know yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's fair. But I don't know. I really liked it. Um, I think it's such a neat aspect bringing in sorcery because it's not just like magic right it's not like oh pick a card any card it's like it's just it's so cool it's such a cool part of the mcu now it's not just people with superpowers like even thor like his whole thing is that he's just scientifically stronger than people and he's like scientifically like it's really weird like they use science to explain him but dr strange just is magic like it's just pure magic but he has to like learn how to do all that stuff well yes absolutely but it's like when he waves a sling ring and can go to like different places that's literally just magic yeah like there's no there's they drop science altogether. there's yeah. no oh this is Carbon particles r- reacting with the Earth's atmosphere to allow you to walk somewhere. No. But it's also, like, really cool because you get to see things that are, that could potentially happen. You know what I mean? Like, you could potentially see this in the real world, even though, like, obviously not. But, like, maybe. You know what I mean? Kind of like how maybe aliens are real. You know what I mean? <laughs> maybe. Well. <laughs> I, for one, welcome our alien what? overlords when they come here. <laughs> Hey, uh, Bleep Blorp, when you're listening to this, that's right. I've supported you from the beginning. So thank you for not uh, <laughs> murdering and eating me. Um, but uh, yeah, Doctor Strange. Uh, next up, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Where do you have that? Six. Five. Just another... Wait, where, where was your first Guardians Galaxy? Three? Three, yeah. What's in between there? Iron Man at four. Oh. Yeah. Um, I just... Another fantastic outing by our Guardians group. I love them. Yes. They're so much fun. So much fun. This movie I cannot get through without crying at the end. And it is so unfortunate <laughs> because I've now adopted this song into my world as the song that makes me cry almost every time <laughs> I listen to it. I can't hear it without immediately feeling sad feelings and love for my father. Um, in case oh. you guys haven't seen the movie, it's Father and Son by Cat Stevens from his T for the Tillerman album. Starts playing over Yondu's death. Oh. <laughs> so sad. Jeez. Freaking Quill, like, hugging baby Groot because baby Groot doesn't comprehend death. Uh, like, and then, yeah. like, Rocket talking about, like, not having a family. And then, like, Quill's like, nah, man, this is your family. And it's like, oh. And this whole time the song's playing. And it's just like, oh, thank you for just taking my heartstrings and ripping them to pieces. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Good movie. Good one. Good movie. And it's, yeah, again, hilarious. Mm -hmm. And it's like a weird. Guardians has this ability to be funny, but not overly funny. Like when we get to Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. It just makes me so (laughs) angry. Like, I don't, I just, I love it. I love it. And when Chris Pratt isn't good in other things, he's good in this. He plays a good this. Ah, just fantastic. Really, really good. Uh, Spider Man Homecoming. 
I didn't watch this one, but I ranked it anyway because I thought I did because I haven't remembered most of these. <laughs> so I put it at 25. Oh, seven. Seven? Yes. Okay, well, I haven't watched it, so maybe that's why I put it lower. That's fair. Um, I loved this movie. So I guess I'll just I'll just splurge on it for a second. Yeah, you do. Um, I loved this movie. And I love the original Sam Raimi movies. Granted, I have never seen the Andrew Garfield movies, and I, apparently I need to because they're now a part of everything. But I loved this movie because suddenly it was like, really, it was true blue. Spider-Man was my age. Like, Spider-Man could be me in high school when I watched this. And it was so neat watching him go through school as Spider-Man, doing academic team. Like, it was just, it was a really, really neat change-up for what Spider-Man was. And he was still battling whoever, like, the big, the big bad. But the big bad wasn't, like, a supervillain. That's the other awesome part, is the, the big bad is just this father who's trying to make money for his family because he got thrown out of a job that he was doing correctly. Like, granted, I mean, weapon dealing is never good. That's not a great thing you want to do. But I don't know. It was just, it was a very interesting down-to-earth movie. And, the, like, I, I still remember watching it and the twist of him being the father, um, not Spider-Man, the, the, the vulture being the father for Spider-Man's date. Like, that was just so... It was so good. You felt like it was two people just with different beliefs who were like, ah, it was great. It was a fantastic Spider-Man movie. And I just loved it. I loved it. Uh, After that was Thor Ragnarok. Where do you have this one? 11. 10. Very close. Funny Thor. Who would have thought this would have worked? Funny Thor. Taika Waititi. Thank you for making What's Taika this. Taika Waititi? Uh, the, uh, the director. Oh. Uh, apologies. Uh, yeah, because he made this. He made Jojo Rabbit. Super good. He made... What's, what's Jojo Rabbit? Oh, you haven't seen Jojo Rabbit? No. Oh, my gosh. So good. That's another... I mean, I didn't cry during it, but it's a great movie. It is a great emotional movie. Okay, we'll uh, watch it. Highly later. recommend. But, um, yeah, I mean, Taika, you did good here, man. You did good. And then you didn't do good later. But you did good now, yeah. and that's what matters. This was a just a fantastic, weird and bizarre. Jeff Goldblum being weird and bizarre. And then the Hulk. And I think, again, it would have been really, really cool if they didn't spoil the Hulk in the trailers. Like, if it like Thor got there and then suddenly it was Bruce Banner or the Hulk there. Like, that would have been so cool. But, I mean, overall, just loved this movie. And granted, this one isn't Guardians of the Galaxy level of, oh, I'm just going to turn this on and watch it. But, man, when... When I when it's on, it'll it'll stay on. It is yeah. a fan. It's a great, funny movie. And I remember my mom like seeing it. This is like one of the only Marvel movies that my parents saw before me in theaters. I just remember her coming home and she was basically in tears from laughing so hard. Yeah, like she loved that one it. and Thor: Love and Thunder. She loved both of those movies. Oh, she loved that second one too yeah. for sure. Yeah, which yeah, that's okay. <laughs> um, but no, just great, just great and Chris Hemsworth being funny like they finally gave him a good role for himself like rather than trying to act serious him just goofballing it up in this movie totally fits him so much better yeah and I like I, it a lot he almost seems healthier in the role like he yeah. enjoys doing it more but yeah um Black Panther the first one we're seeing the second one um later 
probably before this episode comes out. Where do you have it? Did you forget to rank I it? I forgot to rank it. You forgot to rank yeah, You know what? That's okay. That's all right. I have it at number 12. Okay. I would put it maybe between, it's like a 13 and a half. Yeah. Me. What do you have at 13 again? I can't tell you. Oh, Doctor Strange, I think. I th- yeah, Doctor Strange. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Originally, I didn't see this one in theaters because, um, I don't know. No one in my friend group really seemed interested in going and seeing it. However, well, and that's the weird thing. Is I didn't see it, like, before Infinity War, I did not see Black Panther, which is really, really crucial to that movie. So I remember my buddy, Jared, and I, we pirated, like, the beginning of the movie, watched that, and then watched a recap of the movie to understand it for Infinity War. (laughs) But upon watching it, finally, um, and I think I watched it when it went to rental. I don't remember when that was. I did not see it in theaters. When I finally saw it on rental, it was great. It really is a great movie. Uh, Chadwick Boseman really does shine as Black Panther. Um, Martin Freeman, fantastic little addition to the cast. Um, whatever that other dude's name is, Michael, Michael B. Jordan. Uh, he is just, it's a fantastic movie. I think the only reason it's a little bit lower, um, is, and the problem is I'm very hypocritical because Dr. Strange, Ant-Man and Iron Man are above it. But and I guess Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't really count that as an origin movie. I guess it is. But like Black Panther is just it's an origin movie for Black Panther, and it's a great movie. It's a fantastic movie. But I don't know. I think the thing that gets me is that final fight scene. It looks really really rough for whatever reason. The CGI like didn't get finished for that one scene. It looks beautiful throughout the rest of the movie, but looks really bad right there. For what, whatever what reason, fight scene? at the end he's fighting Black Panther's fighting Killmonger. And they're like falling down, uh, like oh, beneath the yeah. city, and then they're like fighting on the train tracks. It looks really bad. Yeah, it looks really, really bad. And uh, and you can verify this uh, if you go watch Corridor Crew's video on it. They also agree it's bad. So it's not just us; it's visual effects artists agree that it's a little rough around the edges. But yeah, no, I mean, I did. I I loved this movie too. I I think I've said that for every movie. I just I really love Marvel stuff. <laughs> but yeah. And then after Black Panther, oh, Avengers Infinity War. Oh, my gosh. I just, where do you have it? Eight. Two. <laughs> okay, I think I didn't really know what it was at first. I, I still... had to look it up, and I had already put uh, six in, two six in, like one to six in Oh, there. that's fair. So then I was like, oh, crap. So then I put it at eight. That's fair. That's fair. I still remember this movie, seeing it opening night in theaters. This movie was the saving grace for one of the worst dates I have ever been on. Okay. Honestly, truly. Why do you have to talk about other people? Only Only because Jared still references this whenever we talk about Avengers Infinity War. Just how terrible this date was. Because we went on a, it was a triple date. And boy, howdy, was it a rough one. A triple date. It was a triple date. Uh, So it was me and my girlfriend, Jared and his girlfriend, and uh, another two that were with us. uh, I'll leave them unnamed uh, for the sake of the podcast. But, um, 
I'll tell you later. I'll fill you, I'll fill in the details later. But uh, yeah, no. Overall, it was a very rough and very awkward date. But, but, we all got to sit through Avengers: Infinity War. And you know what? You know what? I cried when he cries everybody... every time. No, 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 he, no, no. Sees, he sees this movie. Oh well, yes, that is correct. Um, every time, every time that people start dusting away, because this movie is just great. From beginning to end. It's fantastic. Every music cue of like the thousand characters that they bring in, they give a fantastic part to everybody. Everybody's got a great storyline. This movie, I might even go turn it back on when I go home. Like it's just, it is so good and so much fun to watch. And I love that it's three hours of goodness. It's not three hours of Eternals, which yeah. I wanted to fall asleep during. Okay, wait. It's in Infinity, three... I think I want to change my thing. Ooh. I'm putting it at two and switching my two with seven. Interesting. Uh, can't tell you what that is. Well, that's okay. We'll read out the entire list uh, after this. But, um, yeah, you know what? You know what? I cry when Spider-Man improvises his scene and he doesn't feel very good, Mr. Stark. You know what? That's a tough one. Watching it in the theater... Being a teenage kid and thinking about my life ending due to unknown reasons, just dusting away into the wind, not good, not good, bawled my eyes out. Mm, and you every know time. what? Everybody makes fun of me for crying my eyes out. You want to know why? Because this movie, everyone was like, oh, yeah, everyone went away, but obviously they're going to come back. Like, yes, obviously they are. But you know what? You know what? Just enjoy the movie. Enjoy this movie for what this movie is. Okay? I get it. I get that it's a corporation. I get that these characters are worth billions with a B of dollars. I get it. But you know what? In this movie, they all die. Okay? Hey, it's okay. And it's when this okay. no, 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 and when it's this okay. movie came out, nobody nobody quote unquote knew whether they would come back, right? Yeah. And you know what? That was okay. We didn't have to we didn't have to make fun of old Cyrus and say, well, obviously they're coming back. You know what? Fantastic movie. Cried. Just love it. Two of my favorite experiences were this one and uh and another movie that comes later in the list. Seeing it opening night, bawling my eyes out, just loving life. But uh yeah. So that's Avengers Infinity War. Okay, uh, wait, I thought Endgame was the one where he where everyone disappeared. No. What's Endgame then? Oh, we'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. Um, next up, Ant-Man and the Wasp. I have Ant-Man and the Wasp at 18. Not for, oh, where do you have it? 24. See, I did not d dislike this movie, and I know that I just vouched for Paul Rudd, like loving Paul Rudd to a T. Um, but this movie was like a filler movie. So we, Infinity War had just come out, we were all speculating, and we had to wait an entire freaking year before we could watch Endgame, and it was Ant-Man and the Wasp. And you know what? Ant-Man and the Wasp was great. It was funny, it was fantastic, but it didn't freaking add anything to the story. So we were just sitting there for a good, whatever, however long that movie is, two hours, right? Yeah. Just waiting for some hint of where our favorite people went. And then we get to the post credit scene, and it's, oh, they're dead too, and Ant-Man's just stuck in the quantum realm. And it was like... Oh, this yeah. just, it hurts. It hurts so much. Yeah, no, but it was it was good. I think the reason I ranked it lower is because it feels like a filler movie. 
But that's all. Otherwise, it, otherwise, it is a fantastic movie. And if it didn't become sandwiched between Infinity War and Endgame, it would be a great standalone sequel to Ant-Man. Like, it would be great. You don't have to watch the post credit scene. You can just watch Ant-Man and the Wasp for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. And a lot of people appreciate that. Appreciate that it's not directly connected or influenced by the other movies. But man, that year was the longest year of my entire life. <laughs> so... Yeah, it was. That's why I ranked it lower. Uh, Captain Marvel. Um, if I remember right, you put this in very last place. Twenty-seven. Uh oh, yes, because you took a couple movies out that you hadn't seen. Yeah. Um, I put mine at twenty twenty-two, and I love. I actually did like it. I legitimately did. Granted, like I said, it's at twenty-two. I didn't love it. There was some stiff acting. Some of the special effects was a little rough around the edges. Yeah. And it's set like super back in the past so it doesn't directly play with anything. And it comes between Endgame and Infinity War. Like it was just, oh, it was the worst timing for this movie. And then suddenly like the storyline was, oh, she's going to be the one to save the day. And it was like, well, well but wait, but we just watched... So this person that we just were introduced to is going to save the day instead of these people we've been watching for literally a decade. Like Also, at the end, and in like the movies that she's in, like continuing on from this movie, I don't know what movie she's in. There's a couple. She's in a couple. And she's acting like she's so busy, and she has no time for anything. And I don't know. She she's like she shows up for like maybe a five minute scene and she's like she's like I don't know she's like got no time for the series kind of like she's got no time for this movie and she's just b word and whoa mean. whoa you said I could say b word oh yeah I mean that's true yeah. still goodness gracious okay guys sorry that Kyra hates Captain Marvel. I don't hate Captain Marvel. I hate Captain Marvel. Goodness gracious. Um, after Sorry, that, Captain Marvel. After that, oh man, number one, best movie. Just phenomenal every time I watch it. Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. What do you have? Where one. do you have it? You have it at number mm-hmm. one? Oh man. Okay, wait, why though? I feel like I could talk about this movie for hours. We don't have hours. I know we don't have Ooh. hours, but man... Oh my goodness. Opening night, sitting there in a packed auditorium. And this movie was heavily influenced by when I saw it. So granted, you might look at it as from a critiquing, like, critic standpoint, like how it was made, like plot line, like, or like intricacies of whatever. I saw this in a packed theater with my friends. And... It was the most magical experience of my entire life. From the very start to the very last second of the black screen of the credits, that theater had the most emotion, the most Marvel nerds, the most people that I could connect to that were all complete strangers. And we were all sitting in a room watching something we had all waited an entire year to get with our favorite characters, half of them gone. And oh man, man, oh man, from the second, from the second it opens. Hooting and hollering every time there's a new character on the screen. 
every time something crazy happens, we're screaming, we're crying, we're laughing as a group. And it feels like for almost three hours, you are sitting in a room with hundreds of your best friends in the whole wide world watching something that you feel like, granted we didn't, right? We were all just people. Felt like we'd worked for that. We had worked for years to get to this moment. And finally, oh my gosh, just everything. Just everything. Every little bit and piece of this movie. Oh man, it's just magical. He made me wait a week after we had watched all of the ones. He made me wait a week. It's so that true. It's the same experience, but it wasn't because I didn't watch it in theater. But. And should I ever have kids and they watch Infinity War, they will have to wait in and year to watch Endgame. A year? <laughs> and it's unfortunate. You know what? It's unfortunate. But the build-up, the love for this movie that I have, just two, two humongous moments. Captain America lifting up Thor's hammer. Literally, my theater could have caught on fire from the amount of excitement in that room. The amount of screaming that went on. Probably a good five minutes of just yes yes from so many nerds in the audience just freaking out and then i mean i guess even another moment freaking alvin alan silvestri's portals like the portals open up and everyone comes out and the giant final battle is happening and everyone gets a scene in a moment and it's amazing and then i am iron man oh I'm getting freaking goosebumps just thinking about it again. The ability to make you care for a character who doesn't exist, never will exist, has no impact on the world. The fact that you can make them care about them for a decade and sit in that theater and have the impact of right after a finger snap this crowd that has literally been up on their feet, freaking out with excitement, silent. Completely silent. The screen flashes, and we all sit back knowing what has happened. And all we can do is watch. We watch as this character that we have loved since the very beginning passes away, saving the entire universe. Ball my eyes out. Ball my eyes out. Ugly cry. Snot. Tears. <laughs> the whole gambit. This movie, I wish I could experience that feeling again. I have never experienced that feeling again from any opening night movie. I've never experienced that feeling again at, at any, like, we went to a corn concert, I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it. I have never felt that feeling again. It is truly a once-in-a-lifetime experience that I, if I had the ability to wish upon someone else, I would. The ability to wait that long, put so much emotion into something, and have it all pay off in one snap. Immaculate. That's why it's number one. That's why it's number one in my book. I just loved it. It's amazing. And then we got these this next slate of movies. 
Um, and I think the issue with these next movies, and I think the issue moving forward with the shows is because of Endgame. Because Marvel suddenly had the ability that they weren't just making movies. They had the entire world in the palm of their hand. And after Endgame, it was, what's next? How do you follow that up? Yeah, what could you possibly do? How do you follow up? And before Avatar re-released this year, it was the biggest movie of all time. Of all time, all time. Avatar Worldwide. Was... No, Endgame was. Oh. Avatar retook it this year with a re-release. Oh. Endgame was the biggest movie of all time. You couldn't escape talking about it. You would have been shot if you spoiled this movie for anybody. <laughs> it was just fantastic. And then they had to follow it up. You couldn't just end it. You could, <laughs> you could have. But as a studio, you got to keep going. And Endgame is followed up with Spider-Man Far From Home. Where do you have Spider-Man Far From Home? Oh, you didn't see this movie. So this isn't on your list. Or at least it shouldn't it be on shouldn't your list. It shouldn't be on my list, Where but you, it is. Did you list it? Yes. Interesting. Where did you list it? No, I'm not going <laughs> to tell you. I listed Spider-Man Far From Home at number 25. Oh. I am affected heavily by the fact it came out after Endgame. Endgame came out in April of 2019, and Spider-Man Far From Home, I believe, came out in June of 2019. So we had just about two months before this movie came out. And it was very okay. Of course, it was never going to live up to anything bigger than Endgame. It could not physically be bigger than Endgame. But everyone had those expectations going in. Of something. Of something so big and grand. What's the next big setup? And it was just, it was a Spider-Man movie. And it was a decent Spider-Man movie. And Jake Gyllenhaal did great. And it dealt with the repercussions of Tony dying. And yeah, I don't know. It was, it was good enough. Mysterio was a fun character. The scene where Spider-Man is trapped in his like weird dream state thing. It was great. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a good movie to watch, but it is, it's, it's a little bit slower, especially right after Endgame in the release schedule. And then, next up, only after having to wait for two years because of some crazy thing that happened in the world, I don't remember, whatever that was called, um, we get Black Widow released on Disney+. Plus. I have Black Widow at 28. You're not going to like me for this one. Oh, where do you have it? Four. What? Wow, two very drastic takes. You know what? I'll forgive you for your Captain Marvel hatred, apparently. Um, I love Black Widow. Really? Yeah, I love her character. I love everything about her. Also, she's beautiful. And um, I really liked the whole movie, though. Really? Yeah. Okay, so I thought I thought it was good. I thought it was an all right movie. I think it was a very big letdown for being the Black Widow origin story. And I think also the fact of the matter was that it was a Black Widow origin story. So there was nothing new, theor nothing new theoretically to the table. It was just that, oh, this is Black Widow. You all know Black Widow? Here's, it's, a, it's a Marvel prequel, basically. Which I get that's what an origin story is. 
but originally the origin story was the first movie. We've had Black Widow for like a decade plus now, and now we get this prequel movie, and we know that she's dead because of Endgame. So it's like, it just... I thought it was really cool. I think it's... They like set her, up some... I like her backstory, and I like how, like, possibly real it could be. You know what I mean? I guess that's fair. Out of all of the movies, she is just a person. She is just a person that got, like, fight trained. Yeah. Like, so th- assassin trained. So theoretically, this could be a real person. Yes. I feel that. But, um, yeah. I don't know. I think... I think it would be like if Endgame was a letdown. Like, we waited two years for Black Widow, and then it was like, oh. Well, that was neat, I guess. But, I mean, it set up Florence Pugh's character. It set up David Harbour's character. Like, it set up things for the future, which I think that if they pay it off, could be really, really cool. But, I don't know. Also, it was a really, like, action-packed movie, I feel like. I... Or maybe you know maybe there's just the parts of it that were really that action out, packed that, that you stood remember. out. Yeah, yeah, that's completely fair. And you know, I I appreciate you found a lot of joy in it. Um, yeah, I as I said, I did not as much. Number twenty eight for me. Um, after Black Widow was Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Ten. I have it at fifteen. Mm. This movie was a complete surprise. Like, above and beyond a surprise. I didn't even know this movie was coming out originally. And then it came out to theaters, and my buddies, like, literally, I think two months after its release, were like, hey, do you want to go see this movie? And I was like, I guess, sure. Was I there? No. Are you sure? I'm certain. Okay. This movie was totally worth getting hyped about. Oh, actually, I think you were there. I think you fell asleep during it, I think I was there, yeah. Yeah. But this movie was totally worth getting hyped about. This movie was fantastic. And, like, all of the acting is super good. The soundtrack is super good. The fights, oh my gosh, that bus fight, amazing. Super good. Yeah. The ending scene with the dragons, super good. Looks yes. super good, is super cool. I think the, the fact of the matter is it just doesn't, like, fit in to the MCU yet. So it kind of went a little bit lower for me, which is why it's 15, like, kind of middle of the road. But, I mean, don't take that as a ding against the movie. It's It really is a really good movie. It is a really good movie, I, yeah. It was a surprise hit when I saw it. And it was apparently a surprise hit overall. Because, yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was a great, fantastic movie. Um, huh, followed up with Eternals. So good. Such a good movie. This movie, I was mega hyped for. As someone who gets mega hyped about every Marvel movie and every Marvel product. I was mega hyped for this movie. Announcement of, oh, this movie's going to be three plus hours long. I was like, yes, yes, so much Marvel that I get to sit through. Wow. Wow. Didn't it have like nothing to do with anything? It was supposed to be an origin story for the Eternals. But who's the Eternals? Nothing in the scheme of anything. Right? Yet. Like what? I mean... So I hope not yet. I hope it's just like a one-off thing that everyone hated, well, and then it's just... Okay, so here's the problem. Here's the issue. So I did not like Eternals because it was. I felt like it was super boring. I felt it didn't make any sense. I felt the acting wasn't great. I thought it was just... It was so bland and, like, not good. But... Then Harry Styles shows up. No, I'm just... Oh, I'm, just I'm glad you found joy in that. That one was a weird one, too. That Star was a Fox, weird one. Who the... Oh, freaking... And 
Puck or whatever the little dude's name is looked terrible. Terrible. It was over. It was yeah. just my friend. I hey Jackson. I don't know how you like this movie, man. This is this movie is so <laughs> unbelievably bad. But at the end, and this is the one saving grace for the movie, which does not at all move it out of completely last place, is the idea of these celestials, like the 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 image of their giant booming face in the sky, like taking the Eternals away or whatever. Whoa, that is so cool. The idea of these giant beings like coming into play later on, so cool. Like so unbelievably cool. It makes things so big. Granted, it rules out chances for people like Hawkeye to even remotely play a chance in anything. And I get that's where the Eternals come into play is because what what is Hawkeye, what is Black Widow going to do against a Celestial? Nothing. Like literally nothing. But I don't know. Like it's just... It's so cool. It's such a cool concept. It looks so cool. I hope it actually pays off. I hope the fact that Eternals bombed doesn't think doesn't make them think they should steer away from this epic idea. That like they should just yeah. I don't know. Um after Eternals, oh yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home. I loved this movie. Where do you have it? 2. 2. I have it at I have it at nine. Nine? I do have it at nine, unfortunately. I loved it because also them bringing all of the old Spider-Mans, like I grew up on the, what was? Sam Raimi? What are the? Tobey Maguire? Yeah, I grew up on Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Like that was my Spider-Man. That was my, um, I don't know. It was epic. It was epic. It was very cool. It was so cool. That they brought back Doc Ock. That they brought back Green Goblin. Yes. That, like all of these that people. That all the Spider-Mans were there. That was so freaking and cool. It was and so that, that it was like so hyped that they were going to be there. But everyone was like, well, are they? And then they were like, yes. yeah. I cannot believe that there was a moment where this movie came out. Like looking back. Because before this movie came out, none of the trailers had them. And even the studio was like, well, we're not going to confirm that. Yeah. Like that's. They were like, no, we don't have them. Wink, wink. But not wink, wink. They just yeah. did did not. And say anything like, about it obviously they had to be there for this movie but like man if they hadn't have done that oh, uh, this movie probably would have been as good yeah but it was just so epic seeing all of them and seeing everybody come back like willem defoe just had such a good time playing this character again it was just it was amazing yeah and the idea to kill off aunt may like epic yeah such a cool choice yes like i don't know it was just Really, it really was good. So good. It was so good. And John Favreau, man, I just love that guy. I love that he's in like all of these movies. Mm-hmm. He's just the best. Um, anyways, yeah. So that's I have that at what? Yeah, nine. Um, after that, apparently this is a hot take. So Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Where do you have it? Three. Okay, so I have it at like eleven, and that's because looking back on it. Uh, we went to that on the field movie night or whatever, and I found myself falling asleep in like the first twenty minutes. You're right, but watching it in theater for the first time, yes, on on opening night. opening night, and then your reaction of this movie made me love it because you were so freaking obsessed with it when it came out See, or when it went after the movie. Like See, you were like, "This is amazing! I love everything about this movie." So I have to rank it a little bit lower. Because of, like, 
it's super duper slow to get there. It is, yeah. But holy free holies, I love this movie. I love it so unbelievably much. The horror aspects that are in it, as a kid who loves scary stuff, so unbelievably cool. Sam Raimi, pat on the back for what you did with this movie. It's so, so good. good. Yeah. Scarlet Witch, like crawling out of things like the ring. Like it looks so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Zombie Doctor Strange, so cool. Like the 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 rock music that they had in there when they were doing like spells and yes. like basically like summoning circles or whatever. Like it felt like a horror movie. And like the weird decisions, like when they were like starting to pass out, like there was like the weird loopy thing where they just all they did was pull the the sides of the film to make it look like they were passing out. Like, that was the only effect. It looks so cheesy, but so good. Mm-hmm. And then all the different, um, uh, what is it called? The cameos by people? No, the different, like, places, like, when she fell Oh, the multiverses. The yeah, the multiverses. Looks so cool. Looked so cool. And I loved that they were in a couple of them for more than just, like, a second. Like, yes. we got to actually see what that world would be yes, like, and that was like, so cool. Seeing, like, the potential for having paint world means potentially yes. you could cross over with Into the Spider-Verse because that's, like, a completely comic world. And it would make sense because it's just another universe. Yeah. Just the potential is so cool, and I so badly hope that they pay it off. I hope that it's not just because it looked cool. Like, I hope that it really means something. Yeah. Because if in, like, Spider-Verse 3 or something, Tom Holland shows up because he got taken to another multiverse and that's the one he got taken to or Miles Morales is taken into an MCU movie because that's just another multiverse like that would be just so neat like my nerd brain would explode if that happened I just it would be so cool and I really hope they do it and I don't think that they will because it's owned by different companies and Sony is Sony and they made Morbius and they just don't care about anything and they're heartless (laughs) but um yeah I don't know. I just, I really, I really liked it. And everyone walking out of the theater didn't like it. And Except a lot for of the, you a lot of the reviews were like, oh man, this movie wasn't very good. And I'm like, oh, like, yes, again, the end, that's why it's lower is the intro. It is slow. It is slow. But man, it's so cool. Man, it's so cool. I love it. Uh, finally, the last movie that uh, was released before Black Panther Wakanda Forever is Thor Love and Thunder. Where do you have this movie? Be honest. 12. 26. 26. Aren't screaming goats just Okay, that so was funny? horrible. Aren't they just Do you guys everyone at home, do y'all remember it. those videos of the screaming goats just like freaking out and everyone always laughs whenever that whenever they scream as goats. So good. So much okay, humor. But, okay, but your mom loved it. She did. And, and you know I what? love that your mom loved it. And you know what? More power to her for loving it. A lot of people <laughs> loved it. A lot of people didn't love it. I liked the soundtrack very much. That I, was probably my favorite yes. part. Yes. I don't give this movie soundtrack dibs because, I don't know. You're right. I did like it. But Guardians is high because Guardians is great. And I liked the soundtrack. Yeah. It has... The soundtrack doesn't boost Guardians as a reason that I love it. This movie, yeah, I like the soundtrack. But you know what? I can find those songs on the original albums that they came out on. And that's it. I don't know. This movie just frustrated me in so many different ways. Because it was such a cool thing that was going to happen. With Gore the God Butcher. And we were going to see so much cool stuff. And then it was like, 
Christian Bale's probably only in this movie for like 10 minutes and he doesn't do anything cool. Like he's just there. Ugh. We don't get to see him fight any of the things that he's clearly killed. Like it's just it. Ugh. And then Natalie Portman comes back as Jane to play like the mighty Thor. Great. So cool that like that character was in the comics. Natalie Portman does not, I don't think she likes being in these movies because she doesn't even remotely seem like she's having fun with them at all. I just, I don't I know. I thought it was good. Eternity was a very cool thing to see. Eternity was a very cool thing, yeah. I think it's crazy to me that I just, I don't know. You know what the saving grace was? I thought the movie was going to end with Thor killing Gore and Thor was going to wish away Natalie Portman's cancer. And I'm just really glad that that wasn't the direction it took. The fact that he adopted the daughter that came back to life, whatever. And that's actually Chris Hemsworth's daughter. That's that's, what? that's little Hemsworth. You're kidding. Nope. So that is literally, what? that is that is a... Uh, You're joking, right? Nope. So that is little... She's a terrible kid actress. She is a little baby Hemsworth. And you know what? They're setting her up to be probably the next Thor or something like that. Oh, gosh. She's, yeah, I don't know. I just, it was so much. Real? And, like, her, his real child? His real life child. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that is, I couldn't tell you her first name, but her last name is Hemsworth. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It's, ah, uh, man, it was just, I was so excited for this movie. And in the movie, like, it was only at like an hour and like 20 something minutes. And I guess in retrospect, that's a good thing because the movie was so frustrating. But Taika, why? Taika, why? Make this movie two hours. Show us gore killing gods as the god butcher take out the freaking goats and just go ham with it as an adventure like you did in ragnarok i don't know i don't know it is what it is um russell crow uh i think i think it's russell crow playing zeus i mean i love that he was great and we're introduced to hercules and he's gonna come into play at some point I don't know. This uh, this one just didn't sit well with me. But Wait, what? This movie just didn't sit well with oh, me. Oh, yeah. But anyways. All right. So that's the final movie before Wakanda Forever. And if you're listening to this now, it means you've already listened to our review of Wakanda Forever. And uh, we probably would have placed it somewhere in this list. And uh, yeah, I don't know. So what is your final overall list? Okay, I think you should go first. No. Yeah, you go first. Go ahead. Okay, fine. Uh, Avengers Endgame. Okay. Spider-Man No Way Home. Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, Black Widow, Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians 2, Iron Man, Infinity War, Avengers Infinity War, uh, the first Captain America, Shang-Chi, Thor Ragnarok, Thor Love and Thunder, Doctor Strange, Superman... Oh, not Superman. Wow. Spider-Man. <laughs> but I, I canceled that one because I didn't actually watch that movie. <laughs> um, Ant-Man, The Avengers, Captain America, Winter Soldier, A- Avenger, uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. Very good. Uh, Captain America, Civil War, Thor, Dark World, regular Thor, um, Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3, Ant-Man, The Wasp, uh... Cap or Eternals and then Captain Marvel. Wow. 
Just crazy. Uh, yeah. So my final list going in reverse order from last to first. No, just last first order. Oh no, because I want to. I, I want to end on me gushing over my favorite movie Fine. of all time. Um, last to first. Keep that in mind. I just don't want anyone confusing what I'm reading off. Last to first, number twenty nine to number twenty one, or to to one twenty nine to one. Eternals, Black Widow, Thor: The Dark World, Thor: Love and Thunder, Spider Man: Far From Home, The Incredible Hulk. Thor, Captain Marvel, Captain America the First Avenger, Iron Man 2, Captain America Civil War, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Avengers Age of Ultron, Iron Man 3, Shang-Chi, Captain America the Winter Soldier, The Avengers, Black Panther, In the Multiverse of Madness, Thor Ragnarok, Spider-Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man Homecoming, Ant-Man, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Iron Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers Infinity War, and the greatest movie of all time. Avengers Endgame. What, what? Just, it's immaculate to even think about again. I love it. I love that movie. I love all of these movies. You know what? I mean, even Eternals is going to play a part in whatever. Maybe that one's a background one where you do laundry or something. I don't know. But I love all of these things. I love Marvel. Kevin Feige, just fantastic. Stanley, wherever you are right now. Whether you went to the good place or the bad place. You did good. You did real good. Same with you, Jack Kirby. You, I got to give you credit. Because um, apparently you were a part of a lot of this too. Even though Stan was the face of it all. You did good. You did real, real good. But, uh, yeah. Oh, wait. Maybe somebody named Ditka too. Steve Ditka? I don't know. there's so many names you know what and it just keeps going on yeah and forever and ever we will always have marvel things and we'll see how black panther wakanda forever is supposed to be really good supposed to have iron heart in it and iron heart is i don't know i mean the trailers look really good so far yeah so So we'll see how it is but uh you probably listened to our review so if uh if it's going to come back to bite us in a button we actually hated that movie uh apologies uh, in, <laughs> in I guess, not advance, but pre-vance. So, yeah. Anyways, that's our Marvel ranking for now. For now. It's obviously going to change within the next 30 years that we run this podcast. <laughs> but someday we will have a marathon and we will add every Marvel property ever. You know what? I'm going to make this promise right now. We'll even watch the terrible movies from like the 60s and rank those. They'll probably go last. Just guessing. <laughs> going out on a limb that they're going to go last. Probably worse than Eternals. Maybe not worse than Eternals. But who knows? We'll see when the time comes. And time keeps rolling on. And Kevin Feige keeps rolling stuff out. And you know what? Now that it's owned by Disney, it will never, ever end. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. I am really, really okay with that. Just more Endgame and less She-Hulk. <laughs> so... Anyways, thank you all for listening. Uh, I've been Cyrus. And I'm Kyra. And thank you for joining us in the cage.